humans welcome to the m worth the mini podcast brought to you by martin and today joined by christian hi chris hi martin uh so day 15 uh, thanks again for joining us chris uh on the spin bike i believe as a standard process of half an hour before you're getting running just to get warmed up first of all maybe just back to day 14 you ran around your hometown of peel and that area how did you find that uh wednesday i had a relatively good day considering um and I kind of thought I was starting to adapt to it all um, physically. And then just, yeah, last hour yesterday, kind of wheels fell off a little bit. Uh, loads of people out and about. Um, yeah, just that last hour. Drag, drag. Yeah. I think what occurred to me was just just uh, just this morning, really, is that while it feels like, you know, naturally you kind of think the end may be in sight with, <laughs> I laugh, only five marathons to go. But the rally is you, when you look at a marathon generally, people that ride, run them just on their own. It's that 18, 19 mile mark that people talk about hitting the wall and that real struggle. Well, you're really at that stage now because you're kind of two of the way, two thirds of the way through the 19 of them now. And you're right at that point where natural instinct might be all, oh, I haven't got long to go now. But the rally is you're right in that, hitting that wall zone. And I guess, Chanty, this morning, that was the vibe I was getting as well from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really tired now. Um, I think what happens with me as well. I, I kind of, your mind's a funny thing, and it starts playing tricks. So I, I switch off a little bit in the last 10K because <clears throat> unlike a normal marathon, I'm thinking about tomorrow's, and that's the only time I start thinking about it. It's quite hard not to. So <clears throat> obviously I want this challenge to go on. So it, once I start switching off a little bit, that's when you, the fatigue kicks in yeah. and you start like, you know, you form and you tense up a bit and you shuffle and you kind of, you almost allow yourself to start thinking more about, I don't know, things that maybe you've been able to eliminate out of your mind for yeah. you know, most of it. But uh, but just in general, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I think just accepting now, just get to half, you know, the halfway point of each marathon, kind of like, you know, um, fairly handy and then just grovel that last bit. And <laughs> that's the kind of routine at the minute. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're moving into day 15. Uh, in fact, just supposed to go back to that point, think about that point a bit. Again, that's something not to forget as you, as you donate is that we mentioned a bit earlier in the challenge, really, we were talking a lot about this is a 24 hours challenge. This isn't just just four hours running. There's, there's so much more to it, but that, all that rehab and stuff that goes on as well. I know that plays on Chris's mind when he wakes up first thing in the morning, he's got to get that ball rolling and that takes time. So that takes mental space and yeah, that, but you know, it's a mentally challenged 24. Maybe I didn't appreciate it even to chatting this morning that it's physical and you know, it's definitely focused 24 7 on it. Yeah, because if I miss something that I've been doing the last two weeks, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on, it could be little things, you know, like foam roller, feet up against the wall, it could be little things like that, and then it could be compression boots. You've got some equipment from Isla Scott to help, like with body flow and stuff, the ice compression that I was using. So, in my head, I know if I miss one of them little things out, the pain magnifies yeah. during the run. So, um, or I'll I'll use more energy up worrying that I've not done that, and you know that's going to have an influence on how I feel. So, 
I do put a lot of pressure on myself to get even the spin bike stuff. Yeah. You know, now I've been doing that. And whether it's a bit of placebo since I've started doing it, my legs actually do feel all right, but obviously I've got no swelling now and stuff. So it's hard to get a true reflection, but it's not going to do me any harm, is it? Yeah. Like the rest of it. So, yeah, so it's just that getting a bit like Groundhog Day. Now. Yeah, I know, I'm sure. Um, you know, I think the longest stage race I've done is about nine days. So, uh, on the bike. So, not done anything like this before. Um, yeah, and again, obviously, the, I guess, obviously, biking's a lot different as well with that impact as well. Yeah. yeah. This is just taking an impact every day. I, I think it's just overwhelming. I think like, I've been quite talkative on the runs and stuff. And normally, for about two, three hours of the run, I'm not too bad. And then last hour, I go a bit quiet. And, you know, even talking takes up some energy. So, like, yeah, there might be moments now, you know, whether it starts today, tomorrow, that where I just going out a bit and yeah, and I stick the headphones in. Yeah, and... I might do just to break up because that's how I used to, what I used to do in training, and you know, it's quite weird really training in a big like you know, spread twenty people out yesterday. Yeah, well spread which out, which was great. Yeah. Um, and I, I need people, you know, around me at certain times, but I think now and again I just need to, yeah, just just about kind of just chunk uh, ticking away. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. I know, mile after mile. I know a lot of uh, athletes that have kind of gone into dark places. Yeah, they can very much relate to that time where you just need a bit, of, bit of space where someone's still feeding you and drinking you, but you're just in your own thoughts for a little while. Yeah, yeah. And, just, and I'm just not. Don't want to you might even be just listening to other conversations, yeah. but you're just not. It's just when fatigue kicks in. It's nothing like um, you know, it's nothing to do with anyone around me. I've had great people around me. It's just like me, just face to face, and going through a bit of a bad patch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that's why we're choosing. Ramsey today because the roads are quieter, so yeah. just less things to think about jumping off curbs and avoiding you know traffic coming in both directions. Yeah, and I think again because it's a grind now. I, I always felt when we were talking yesterday about going somewhere different as well, which the commute isn't ideal, but it's that balance between a bit of a commute, also yeah, change of scenery, change of roads, not you know just to try as much as you can spice up a 15th marathon. Yeah, and I know I've booked time off work, and obviously Rachel's been support with Alice. That kind of time thing is less of an issue now yeah. um, but you're right it's a, a double-edged sword you don't want to be doing it every day yeah. but yeah. I think I do need to change the scenery now yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, so yeah so day 15 heading up to Ramsey for a, for a 12 o'clock kickoff and the sort of general looking at the half marathon route yeah pretty much yeah might take out Bride Hill and fork right just at the bottom of Bride Hill because it's quite a steep Bride Hill and I think um, probably it's coming off it's more I the probably problem probably forgot that you know I think most of my runs have been over a thousand feet of elevation and it's good in the way that it breaks it up mentally and for your joints, but there's obviously more energy consumption. So kind of maybe take Bride Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's often, we're, again, we're chatting on a run that, that, that's that, and the advice we've been getting, you know, from so many people, it's the downhills where all that impact and talk's going through the legs that, where they're fatigued, that, that there's more likely to be an issue. So it's yeah, yeah. It's coming off Bride Hill probably more, I think. So. Yeah. So I know, uh, obviously, you guys have been amazing, raising awareness and raising money. We, uh, I know yesterday, uh, I think it's the George Moore Foundation threw in a thousand quid, which came in direct. Cycle 360, we're like, we're seeing businesses now now put money in. They've, they've thrown 500 quid in the kitty. I know you got a message last night from uh, Lionel Sanders. Yeah. Uh, it's not uh, that was so nice and he, beyond the message he threw in a uh, hundred Canadian dollars as well which you know was, he didn't have to do by any stretch so uh, I'm sure you'd never hear this but a massive shout out because again it means a lot so uh, he's doing Chris doing his job you guys 
you know, keep doing yours, raise awareness, raise raise money, make people aware of the fund, uh, and, and make sure people apply to that fund as well. Uh, so, and those videos, the videos are great. So keep them coming because it's you know it's mo- it is motivating, Chris. Yeah. To, uh, crack on. Thank you, Pete and Lauren, Kenya, uh, for sorting the one from uh, G, Growing uh, Thomas. So, yeah. yeah, that was a nice touch because, uh, you know, he's someone I know as well. So, yeah, that was nice. Good man. Well, thanks for joining us today, Chris. Again, I know. Good luck today. And, uh, yeah, doing the island proud, buddy. Thank you. Cheers, Mark.